It's DTS 196, and we had the first Bungie Bounty of 2018 that came with its own impromptu live-streamed Q&A session, answers, and also hints for the next DLC in today's show. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the DTS Podcast. I am BBK Dragoon. I'm joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy, and I just realized we are four weeks away from our 200th show. We're like a month away. That feels really weird that we are this close coming up on a four-year anniversary, dude. That is crazy. I dare our listeners to... (laughs) No. ...to come (laughs) up with something that they've done every single week for 200 weeks in a row. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say, like, dare, dare to come up with a 200-whatever-crazy-show idea, where they're like... That, too. Oh, Let's no. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> do Listeners, submit your show. requests for episode 200, and maybe we'll do it. Probably not, but let's see if we do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, on that mark, shout-outs and thanks to all the listeners of the show. The last month has been freaking awesome. I don't know about you guys. We've had a ton of fun talking about things extended past Destiny. But today's show actually is very Destiny-focused because lots of things happened. We had the announcement of the Bungie Summit, where they're bringing a bunch of community members out for the next sort of PR event, but also looking for feedback event, utilizing a big, like, wide variety of people from the community. We've had information about, like, lots of Q&A stuff during the Bungie Bounty live stream that happened this week, which I didn't realize they were going to, you know, do such a formal live stream. And then, of course, Christopher Barrett is on Twitter teasing DLC, too. So what do you want (laughs) to start with, Diddy? I think we start with the weather. Uh, It dropped 40 degrees this last week. It's now in the 40s again in North Texas. It was 90s. But, hey, we're... uh, we're getting there. You were already in the 90s. That sounds horrible, dude. Uh, high 80s, barely <laughs> 90s, but it is quite horrible because my electric bill is a couple hundred dollars a month in this tiny ass apartment because we're keep having a swap between heat and AC, and AC because the weather can't make up its freaking mind. So, I mean, ugh, it sucks. So, this is the uh, nobody out here has air conditioning. But I now have air conditioning, and so I don't care nice. what the electric bill is going to be. It's 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 going to be the greatest summer ever, and I'm super excited <laughs> about it. Uh, outside of the weather, what have you been playing? I know you beat Borderlands Two. We're going to talk about that later yes. in today's show. Anything else? Yes, beat Borderlands Two. Uh, I've been playing. Actually, no, that's it. Only Borderlands this week because we were so close to finishing. We wanted to finish it. We did that. And uh, other than that, just uh, dog training. You know, Whiskey is progressing in his agility. He's also at the age. He's about eight, nine months right now. He's at the age where he's becoming an asshole. He's in his adolescent <laughs> phase. And he, his focus is just not there. Like, we'll say his name when we're outside. He's like, oh, there's grass. There's a leaf. Oh, the wind blew. Uh, I can hear something a mile away. What is that? And it's just <laughs> it's really frustrating. But, of course, uh, we just need to work on that. So... Uh, we're going to take him lots of different places this week and work on his focus. I can't believe it's almost uh, middle of April. Like, we're going to be in middle of April and just, like, soonish, and the new God of War game is coming out, which I'm pretty excited for. Norse yes. mythology always gets me hyped. Uh, that's awesome. My last year of school, I had to take a, like, senior-level literature course, and the only thing that was left open was North Norse mythology. 
It was like one of the hardest <laughs> classes I'd ever taken because I was not a literature major. And it was so much reading, but it was cool. I actually like really moved on the rest of life. I'm going to be like that guy who's like, you Norse mythology is pretty cool, bro. So I can't wait to see Kratos <laughs> in that, that space. Let's get into the news, man. A first Battle for Azeroth has gotten its release date, Diddy, of August 14th. This is the newest expansion coming to World of Warcraft. I bring it up because I definitely know, talking to people in the DTS Discord, there are many WoW players in the DTS Discord. This new expansion I'm looking forward to. If you guys didn't get the chance to play Legion, the previous expansion, I think it's fantastic. I've played on and off since vanilla, and Legion, I think, really brought things together quite well especially when it came to endgame but it's also coming off the heels of warlords of draenor which is considered like the worst expansion in the entire like pantheon of, <laughs> of expansions so battle for azeroth looking cool and yeah august that date did he makes me think a few things so world of warcraft made by blizzard activision blizzard parent company obviously of destiny call of duty all that stuff we know black ops 4 is going to be october so that leads me to believe a September release for the Taken Queen expansion for Destiny 2 or November. Does that sound about right? I think that would be accurate because, like you said, uh, Blizzard, Activision, really similar publishers, of course, and Activision is the publisher for both Destiny and Call of Duty. I think September is most likely, and they're leaving November open for either holiday sales for their Call of Duty game or... Modern Warfare 2 remaster? Is that with, too with much? With no multiplayer? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, never mind. So, what's the point? <laughs> if they release... That's the rumor, guys. Modern Warfare 2 remaster, only story mode or spec ops. No multiplayer. I don't believe that's gonna that, That's going to be man. awful. I, I don't believe don't. that for a second yeah. because the most... Whatever. But I think that's great. And, by the way, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth, probably going to have a Discord channel in the DTS Discord open to that because... Like I said, there's a lot of listeners or members of the Discord that are WoW fans. And it's BOA, not Bank of America, Battle for Azeroth. So get that in your head. BFA. Not BOA. BOA oh stands gosh. for Bind on Account. I can't read. I'm All dropping right. I'm dropping WoW nerd stuff in here. Uh, before <laughs> we move on here, just for a second. Like, you would be surprised if you're a big Destiny fan how similar Destiny and WoW actually is, especially when it comes to endgame. Like, mythic dungeons are basically nightfalls and the way some of the loot systems work are very similar lots of over overlap the combat's obviously probably not going to float your boat if you're a diehard fps player but just if, if you've had an inkling to try it it runs on any potato they've optimized it for a load of systems so it will run Came on a lot of different a stuff. decade and a half ago so it'll run on anything <laughs> it is starting to look like runescape when i look at the press images on like ultra and stuff and i love the way i've played it for so long right it doesn't sink in but when you start looking at it you're like this game's old. When when the gameplay is there, there's no point in updating graphics. I mean, it, it just plays really well. It just, that gameplay content is there. Everyone's just going to keep playing it. If they did a HD overhaul update to WoW, do you think that'd go over well? Uh, a full-on visual update? No. Yes. It's built on too much legacy tech, to be honest. Like, <laughs> it's amazing that it's still existing. And that kind of cartoony look helps it run super well. Um, I know you've got a lot yes. of sweet-looking MMOs like BDO and Terra and Blade and & Soul and stuff, but none of them run as super-duper smooth as, as WoW, in my opinion. So, all right, off the WoW kick, let's get into the Bungie 
I almost said Bungie Bounty, but Bungie Bounty is part of this week's TWAB. So let's dive into it. The first Bungie Bounty of 2018 went down this last week. They live-streamed it. It's the first time I've seen their Twitch stream live since back in December during the Curse of Osiris stuff. And the game type was Mayhem Clash. Bungie won nine games. They lost five of them. And who all was there in the studio? So they had, of course, Josh Hamrick and Deej doing a question and answer session and also playing. They had both community managers, Cosmo and DMG. Also, senior Crucible designer Kevin Yanes was there. By the way, DMG, awesome. Awesome player, awesome dude. He is dedicated to the cause. Yeah, if you watch him play or, like, look at his stats online, he plays, A, a lot of Destiny, and B, he's a pretty good player. And I just want to, like, throw (laughs) some love to the community managers who are, like, really dedicated. It's fun to see him play because it's like, oh, Yo, that was a pretty sick shot, dude. Like, dang. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to... We, we always make fun of any gameplay developer. Like, oh, you're not so great at this game. Like, everyone on Reddit is. And it's... <laughs> when you see someone who works on the game you're playing do really well, it's like, oh. It's kind of a surprise. But it, I guess it shouldn't be. But it always is. So, mm-hmm. congrats, DMG. You're now our favorite Destiny player ever of all time during the stream they did a Q&A where Deej was asking Giannis and Hamrick questions coming from Twitter about the game and I actually kind of thought it was a cool format for a live stream they then took the questions and put that into the TWAB form there's quite a bit of them but why don't we highlight some of the the top ones Diddy if you want to play the role of Deej and I can try and play Josh oh my gosh play the role of Deej all right let me put my uh vagueness hat on uh just kidding uh, in regards to time to kill it's a pretty popular opinion within the community that time to kill should be decreased do you have any plans on looking into this further this sandbox update was called the go fast update will the next be called the kill fast thanks for listening <laughs> i like that all right and then hamrick says we know this is one of the big items the community would like to see we're already coming at it from a few different angles with update 114 We wanted Guardians to feel more powerful and to get more chances to showcase that power. These changes included making weapons more lethal. The next big sandbox update comes with Season 3 as we buff a good chunk of the exotic weapons. These changes will be a direct response to exotics don't feel exotic enough. Some of these weapons are getting damage buffs that can have a direct impact on the average time to kill of an encounter. Not answer, answer. What a surprise. (laughs) Not a surprise at all. Those kind of questions... Um... I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to give my opinion on it because it sort of felt like we just did go fast. Next one makes exotics more exotic. Next question, please. <laughs> yep, exactly. Next question is, will Vigilance Wing be allowed to reign supreme in the Crucible or will we see any fine tuning in the near future? While we continue to adjust the sandbox, we're not planning an outright nerf to the Vigilance Wing at this time. We don't believe slowing down the time to kill for the Vigilance Wing in a world where our players are asking for a faster time to kill is the right call. Instead, we should be adjusting more weapons up to a level where they can compete. I believe you'll find a few returned exotics that can do that with the Season 3 exotic update. Love that answer. Buff stuff, not nerf stuff. Yep. Deej again. When will we get the stream for Expansion 2 and Season 3? likely liking the go fast update so far excited to see what's next yeah and so this is deej replying we'll switch hats here we'll be back on stream later this month to talk about the next content updates for destiny 2 we'll show you where you're going to go who you'll meet up 
with um, how you'll share new activities with your friends and what you'll be able to chase in the crucible to prove your prowess. So later this month, last I'd probably say the last weekend of March or maybe the, yeah, probably last weekend of March is when you're going to start seeing info about this. Yep, either the week or two weeks before the actual launch of DLC 2 in Season 3. That's interesting. That's a really short run-up. May 15th, calling it. Sometime middle of May. Middle of May. <laughs> yeah, they usually... I'm not going to say usually. Well, I guess it's, I guess it's not usually in the first seven days of the month, right? So whatever the second Tuesday of that month is for May, that's going to be it. That, that's yep. really soon. This is a short like marketing time frame up to this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and we haven't seen anything yet. No yeah. leaks, no marketing material. It's the big it's bungee reveal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Next question is, I'd like to know which elements of the recent and future updates the team have enjoyed working on the most. Um, with seasonal crucible ranks, we're looking to serve many goals, most important to players like me, something to chase or something to set goals for every season. There's a reason to play, and there is a reason to perform the crucible. You're, you will earn unique rewards for things like time, commitment, or performance. I'll be back on a future stream to talk more about the ranking system, valor, and glory. Okay, so that's still often. It's, it sounds like they don't really have anything concrete yet, other than we're gonna. There'll be reasons it's good in things. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they just released the biggest sandbox change in Destiny Two so far. Still collecting that data and make change appropriately based on that data, of course. All right, next one. I really wish Destiny Two weapon system returns to primary, special, heavy. It was better than the current one. Is my wish reasonable? We know that you want more control over your loadouts. You can expect weapon slot changes in the future of Destiny 2. We are actively working on a new system right now, and we'll have more to show and tell this summer. This summer makes me think this is leading up to the Taken Queen for September launch, and that there is a very big overhaul planned, not just for mods, but also the weapon slot system. That one encourages me because it, it's going to take radical paradigm shift changes. Yeah. And that kind of leads us into what the the destiny summit right they're bringing all these community influencers out to talk about future changes or what the community influencers think about what needs to happen and this seems like a really major change as well as mods 2.0 that would need some community insight like what direction do we need to go in because you know we need mm -hmm. some guidance yeah, I want to jump down and skip the next few questions because they're kind of like somebody asked him about loot and he's like, I'm not an investment designer. No, no, no. But here's the next question that stands <laughs> out to me. Are there any set plans to introduce new elements, classes, subclasses, or weapon types to the game in the near future? Yes to some of those. From my desk right now, I can look around and see new hotness on several people's screens. We'll be showing off a lot of this stuff in the months to come. Months to come, not likely House of Wolves. I would not expect a new subclass or anything like that in House of Wolves, but I think you can expect with the Taken Queen some new weapon types and some new subclasses. I highly doubt you'll see a new element or a new class coming with the Taken Queen. I'd love to be surprised, but what do you think? I mean, when you say House of Wolves, you mean DLC 2. I do. To, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to clarify that Thank for you. anyone Thank you. confused. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think that's, I think I agreed. Yeah. I don't think any change that's coming in DLC 2 is going to be, you know, they, did, they didn't want to reveal it in this stream. They wanted to hint at some stuff. When he says new hotness, I can see on several people's screens. That's just new weapons, I think. New gear uh -huh. to earn. Yeah. Whether it's reskins or not, new perks, whatever. It's it's just new things that have not yet been in Destiny 2. So, there you uh -huh. 
And the last question I want to read here is, are you looking back at Destiny 1 for inspiration or are you trying to find a new way forward? What do you currently consider to be a high priority for PvE and PvP? Any hints for random rolls or special slot, pretty please. And Josh says, Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 are two unique and helpful data points. Neither game is perfect. Both have plenty of room for improvement. It's usually helpful to be able to directly compare and contrast the two and see what worked and what didn't. Ultimately, the goal is to just uh, ultimately, the goal is just to make Destiny 2 be the best Destiny we've ever made. So, I don't know. What do you think of that one? I mean, it's good to learn from mistakes and things you did right in the past, right? Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 have both, right? They both have good points. They both have bad points. Start from there and not from the ground up because you don't want to be making the same mistakes over and over again. So what, what Josh says there sounds like they're looking at what they did right in both games and trying to use that as their baseline moving forward which is of course what they should have been doing from the beginning i think but him saying that or implying that i think is a good a good thing to know as that as the community yeah i would love more of streams like these um i know there's definitely some listeners right now that want to hear you and i go in on them and be like bro that's so <laughs> Everything they say is locked under tight key from an Activision PR person because anything that they say that could have an influence directly on the perceived performance of the game to an investor has to go through layers of PR. Anytime you're dealing with a publicly traded company like Activision Blizzard, it, it's iron key. You know, yeah. everything is freaking locked down. And so unless it's checked out beforehand, they can't say a whole lot. But I did appreciate seeing this. It was cool. And I don't want them to be going away for four months like they did between this curse of us like the curse of osiris stream stuff until now you know cutting off communication during the heat of like even seeing articles you showed me one for polygon this week is destiny 2 dying it's <laughs> like during that time where these outlets are reporting like hey population's cratering keep the communication going man keep talking keep doing stuff yep. even if it's sometimes communication that i don't really like like that final answer I'm not a big fan of where it's like they're both different games and stuff and things but yep, keep the communication exactly. going still that it is appreciated yeah ever since that first State of Destiny 2 post that they made I've constantly said they need to continue this communication even though it's dwindled in the recent weeks they're still communicating better than they were before I would say also Deej has also communicated that uh, I'm referencing the, the roadmap here, right? They they gave a roadmap for 1.1.2, 1.1.3, 1.1.4, and 1.2 for Season 3. Those updates coming. Deej said he's planning on updating that graphic or that roadmap sometime this month in April. So before we get DLC 2, we should see an updated roadmap, which is going to be great. What comes after 1.2? That's what we need to know because we need to... <laughs> We need to know what's coming down the pipeline after these major updates. Yeah. So to finish out the rest of uh, this week at Bungie, it was supposed to be Iron Banner 6v6 starting this week. However, it's Rumble. Rumble is coming back, but this time it's six players, and they're working on the spawn yes. system to make it less terrible. Um, so the reason they're not running Iron Banner 6v6, did he, didn't you? You read about this somewhere, right? Yeah. So after the TWAB, uh, Cosmo did a Bungie forum post about how they're delaying Iron Banner 6v6 because of a bug that they found. And they said, we found that all players in 6v6 matches are returned to orbit with anteater errors when reaching certain score and timer conditions. We are actively working on a fix for this issue, 
but will not be able to release this by April 10th. So because of that issue, they are delaying Iron Banner 66 to work on the fix and then implement it at a later date. Rumble, six-player Rumble, finally, is coming into the mix this week. Destiny 2, go play it. I'm, I appreciate them swapping from eight down to six so quickly and looking at the spawn yes. system. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, we... I half expected we'll talk to you more about that later this summer kind of a deal you know so I am excited that the change was made there coming up for basically DLC 2 is a community summit event where Bungie has sent out an invite to many influencers within the uh, scene Twitch streamers, Reddit mods dedicated players, community members who are going to be flown out to Bungie headquarters out in Seattle and uh, or is it Bellevue anyway Pacific Northwest Bellevue Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) <laughs> and they're going to go to the studio and they're going to give feedback about new stuff coming down the pipeline for Destiny, have conversations with devs face-to-face, one-on-one, that kind of deal about their feedback and ideas of how to improve moving forward. And there's actually some people from the DTS Discord who are going, right, Diddy? Yeah, DTS Discord and Destiny the Game subreddit. Uh, Fuzzle is at both. He's a both a moderator for the, the subreddit and in our Discord, as well as the Reddit mod Rise of Bacon. And uh, massive breakdown podcast host Mercules is also going as well. If you guys don't know what that podcast is, it's a very detail-oriented breakdown of all weapon changes, all stat updates within Destiny Universe. And they just had a really great show talking about the 1.1.4 changes. Um, I'm a member of their Discord. They have Discord as well. And when the update launched, the mods there and Mercules himself were, were all talking about, hey, guys, Tell me about what's happening with this update. What are you experiencing? What guns are good? And it, the discussion is always there. So definitely check them out. Yeah, nice. So usually Activision has a budget for these kind of marketing events before the DLCs where you fly members of the uh, influencer community out to get footage early, get to experience usually a little bit of the story and maybe some PVP gameplay on the new DLC maps. However, this time it's a little bit different. Yes, it is partly a PR event. You can't push that off to the side. It has to be PR in order to... I mean, it's just going to cost them quite a pretty penny to fly all these folks out there, house and that kind of a thing. But at the same time, too, there's a reframing of just instead of a hype event, I think Bungie recognizes the climate of the community and are utilizing this maybe to um, kill two birds with one stone, essentially, where you can get community feedback and have these heart-to-heart conversations about what the series needs moving forward. And sometimes those conversations are easier when you have a room of people together. I don't know if you've ever had like business meetings, Diddy, where it's like go to meeting or it's on a conference call. And yep. conference calls when you're over five or six people just become unbelievably inefficient. Like <laughs> it's it's ridiculous how little gets done on conference calls, I've noticed. And so yep. having everybody in the same room where you can look at them in the eye and you get completely where they're coming from might change it. What do you think about this? I think this is going to be different than previous capture events. Like you said, they brought people out before a DLC drops or a new expansion came out. Um, it does seem like there's going to be more discussion, face-to-face interaction with the devs, with the influencers. Um, but I wouldn't expect any major changes before DLC 2, mm-hmm. of course. I think this is more focused towards the Taken Queen later this year. Mm-hmm what systems need to be improved in the game, that's gonna be the discussions. I know uh, Reddit had a submission 
the Destiny of the Game subreddit had a submission thread for community questions that they would then bring with them. Uh, so that hopefully they're going to listen to the community and the influencers and actually take those words to heart and be like, hey, this is this is why we don't play this as regularly as we should. And this is what needs to change in order for us to play this regularly again. And, and sort of echoing earlier, I know there's going to be some listeners who want to go for the, the gut punch here, which is this is just a PR event. They're only just doing this for, you know, positive community sentiment, show that they're not going to change anything. I disagree with that personally, but one of the things to bring into the picture here is before the Taken King, Blizzard brought in a handful of the senior Diablo team to talk with Bungie about the changes they made to Diablo 3 over its lifespan to sort of turn that game around. And a lot of those philosophies were implemented when creating the Taken King, which a lot of folks would say similarly was the renaissance of Destiny 1, the refinement, that changing. Blizzard does a lot of these summits. They did one for the Overwatch League. They've done many for StarCraft II, and I know they've done a handful for Heroes of the Storm, where they bring in a bunch of top industry people, influencers, players, casters, etc., to get their feedback in this, like, usually multi-day-long intensive meetings to talk about what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, and sort of get bringing everybody together. So I wonder, did Blizzard maybe push their playbook over to Bungie with this one saying, hey, this has worked for us? I don't know. Time will tell, and I guess... Um, be kind to the influencers who are going and I, I don't think you need to sort of yell at them too much on Twitter saying make sure you tell them to increase time to kill make, make sure they know about the time to kill or whatever you know it is right yeah exactly Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a, a PvP focused summit to be honest I think that will play an element but this is a, a wide variety of different players from different spheres of the community and I really hope they have a very i don't know like just honest talk about yeah, pve honest. moving forward i mean we talk all the time in destiny in these updates about pvp that seems to be where the living culture of the game seems to be the moving changing stuff but where's where's the pve culture what are you going to do to foster that pve engagement day in day out week in over months you know yeah the the discussions i would hope at this summit be focused around not exactly specific changes, but investment type improvements. Mm -hmm. What needs to happen in order for the game to be playable every single day? And you mentioned the PVE content. If there's anything that my recent time with Borderlands 2 has taught me is when you do PVE right and you do it really, really well, there is insane amounts of replayability in that type of game because I'm just going to do specifically this last week we beat Borderlands 2 story mode. And when you do that, it unlocks this extra mode. It's I think it's called the true Vault Hunter mode, where you get to play through the story again, but you stay at your same level. So we were around 32, 33, 34 character level at the when we beat the story mission. We started level one again in true Vault Hunter mode at that level, and all the enemies are that level they give you appropriate amounts of experience all the gear they drop progresses your character and yeah you're playing the same content again but it's harder and the gear you get matters it, it improves your gameplay and that is one example of doing pve end game quote unquote end game really really well and i really like that i think 
the era that nailed it right if they could have sustained it. When you finished the Taken Kings campaign, story missions were fun, and then you just had this, what felt like a never-ending list of quest lines to go through. And that was such a cool feeling for a few weeks or a week or depending on how, you know, dedicated and how much the player played. You remember that, right? Did he just, it felt like quest after quest after quest after quest. And you, you, <laughs> it was such this cool feeling. And if they were, if they could sustain that, these long, big quest lines with implementing new content into the game, that I think could be a successful future for Destiny PvE. Obviously, more raids, more strikes, that kind of stuff is, is great. But yeah, cool tie in there with, with Borderlands 2. So as soon as you finished it, it's like, okay, here comes post-game. Let's do it again. And, and your gear treadmill continued, right? I'm assuming new mm -hmm. and better gear started dropping right away. Yep, we got to use our same weapons we used in the final fight. And I was using, like, I was using this rocket launcher and this sniper rifle that defeated the final boss of the story. And then I get to the first boss of the story with those same weapons. And it's like, uh this is hard because this weapon still it sucks now because the drop that i just got from the previous enemy is way better <laughs> yep so it's like it's just continuing one that gear grind and two that end game character grind and i i think that was just like that's such a simple implementation or thing in a game but it works really 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 well with uh, borderlands 2 mm-hmm all right, DLC 2 hints are on their way. They've already begun. Christopher Barrett, who is a game director over at Bungie, he was the director for Rise of Iron, and he was the lead on House of Wolves. We like Chris Barrett here on the show quite a bit. He's done some yes. rock-solid stuff for Destiny. He tweeted out this week, Aurora Retroflex Initiated. And that, I believe, is from the Grimoire card on Rasputin, right? Yes, that is. The Lore Masters came out and uh, explained what that was. That is the subroutine for Rasputin. So that has started, apparently. Cool. And then also um, at WWE, the big show, Paul Wright, White, sorry, was uh, shown wearing a, I guess the new icon for Expansion 2, wearing the shirt saying soon, yep. dot, 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 hashtag Destiny 2 partner. And that's the Serasputin logo or the Warmind logo, right? Warmind logo. Yep, exactly. So it's coming soon. We all know it's coming soon. I'm excited. Um, I'm very hopeful because it's Chris Barrett and who knows? maybe it's going to drop all it needs to do is drop one stinking cool horde mode dude with lots of sweet rewards <laughs> leaderboards make it happen make it yes. happen bungee all right um that's going to do it i believe for dts 196 i do want to mention for you monster hunter players from the 6th of april until the 19th of april spring blossom event is live there's discounts on everything there's tons of vendor sales lots of free costumes crazy cool new dances you can get fireworks um all the past event quests, the Aloy one, the Street Fighter one, you know, if you missed the HR farming quests or the Streamstone farming quests, all those event quests are back for the duration of this event. So if you took a break from Monster Hunter, this is a ridiculously good time to come back and get loads of, of great resources or do hunter rank farming or maybe get some of the items that you missed. And finally, that Wyvern Ignition Greatsword quest is available during this event. So just want to throw that out there. At least try it out. See Poogie in his new Bumblebee costume. It's adorable. <laughs> and uh, Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. -S. And I all right. see that there was an Aloy quest. Uh I'm really excited to play Monster Hunter on the PC now because I really want that Aloy stuff. So hopefully that comes back around. Yeah, I imagine they'll do some event where the Street Fighter stuff and, and those old quests, depending on 
you know, legally they can. I think they'll probably <laughs> reutilize that content for Hopefully. PC players. Uh, hang out with us on Discord, discord.me slash show. You can follow us on Twitter at DestinyTheShow and also our website, DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today and more. You can follow me on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch at BBKDragoon. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week, and we will talk with you again next time. Bye.